0: My name is Darren Joseph from HGJ.tax. We're the team that seeks to demystify the sometimes confusing world of cross-border taxation for private clients. And today we have the honor and the privilege of having a conversation with the one and only Leonardo Marques dos Santos. Leonardo, please, could you introduce yourself? Thank you very much for having
1: me, Darren. Um, I'm, I'm a tax lawyer based in Portugal, partner of Miranda and Associates, also tax law and international tax law professor here at uh, Portuguese Catholic University that's it
0: wonderful wow. someone is moving to to portugal before you you make the concrete step and, and you trigger tax residency Uh, If I can borrow what you said previously, so basically you take your structure to someone who understands the the Portugal system and they're looking for things that won't fit. So, for example, as you said, a trust, it's a civil jurisdiction, a trust won't be interpreted in the same way that it is outside. And if, as, as you said, I mean, I believe there were like over 100 jurisdictions, you know, in that list. Of the the portugal list of the non-cooperative jurisdictions if it is that your structure includes any of those jurisdictions you may need to reconsider it or at least understand the impact that would be had now that you are in, in portugal or any of the kids or anybody who's supposed to benefit from that structure there would be implications to to consider uh what else what what else do you typically have in your conversation with clients Uh, who intend to to move to Portugal?
1: Well, one thing I like to understand is what is a reasonable amount of tax for them. Mm. Because uh, for some jurisdictions, to pay the standard 28% tax on dividend distribution that we have is pretty good. Mm. For some others, that's a huge chunk and they don't want to pay it. So I I like to say what, what... I, I would say that most clients uh, are willing to pay sometimes, but mm-hmm. there is a, a an optimal level in their in their opinion that they are willing to do. So this is important to see how how to, to deal with that, because I mean sometimes you just have to let's say what we let's let's start mm-hmm. with the end. Let, let's, yeah. I like to be an, analytical in this. So. The mm-hmm. worst thing you can do is receive money under the form of employment income. That's the worst you can do. So, you, yeah, why? Because tax rates are progressive and very high, because mm-hmm. high rates are achieved in a relatively low amount, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. second, you have social security. So, this is something yes. to avoid, okay? Yes, yes. A lot of board members and, and, and people that have employment uh, income, well, let's see how mm-hmm. it works. Also, employment income will create a, a whole lot of liabilities of dual residency. That's uh, because if, if they're managers, sometimes mm. there is the, the permanent establishment, establishment. Uh, issue mm. that is very, very big, especially if you, if you don't have an employment agreement, but you're a contractor or something like that. So Along the lines of the transparency issues that we were talking in the beginning, there is mm. also the P issue yeah. and the home office issue. So this mm-hmm. is something that we need to address immediately because mm-hmm. taxation is huge and risks are also huge. So yeah. first, so what is the best fit from a Portuguese stand well uh, standpoint? Well, mm-hmm. if you have the NHR, the best is to have dividends or interest from uh, underlying debt from mm-hmm. products that are flowing uh, from a product with an underlying debt. So it qualifies as dividends for the purposes of the tax treaty. This is the best. There's no taxation in Portugal there is no sh- social security and the withholding tax should be low so if you have those mm-hmm. it's fine yeah. if you don't have those then mm-hmm. we are going to have to tread lightly why is that because mm-hmm. the word requalification is something that we should not we should keep away we should requalify mm-hmm. dividend we should requalify income because we may be under uh, an anti avoidance provision i mean mm-hmm. there is DAC six there is a, mm-hmm. a lot of issues that deal with requalification, but even if you don't requalify sometimes no, not at all so I'll just push that away, but sometimes if you have uh, you, you can take more money out under the form of a dividend and less anticipating in the form of work, for instance, it mm-hmm. depends so do you have flexibility? what is your job description if you cannot uh avoid taking money out? under the form of an employment. What what do you do? Mm-hmm. Can I see the description? Does it fit a high value added activity or not? But even if the, the agreement doesn't say so, what do you, do you actually do? Is something that we can just see if the wording matches because your your actual function is like this. So something like that. Then there what I'm always looking for is uh, offshore huge problem. Always mm-hmm. CFC legislation. Yep. Uh, you have you have you have low low tax jurisdictions even if they're not tax havens mm-hmm. control how much do you mm-hmm. what is the threshold of your old holding mm-hmm. can you dispose of it are you willing to but you have to transfer it but sometimes let's say if you transfer 1% I'm not I'm not suggesting using a fiduciary uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. person or just yeah, give it person. away to, yeah. to sell to your wife but maybe if you just sell Two percent of your of your shares, then you won't qualify for CFC rules, and that's something which is interesting. Yep. What are rules? I mean, sometimes with pension income, as we were discussing, mm-hmm. uh, well, it's a lump. I want to take it all under the form of a lump sum. Well, mm-hmm. maybe you should do it before you come to Portugal and become resident, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the tax the tax regime in the, in your country of departure is very friendly for that. Mm-hmm. But if you're paying regularly under the form of a uh, rent. Well, maybe the ten percent—it's nice. And generally, there is a financial element to consider when you withdraw everything. Uh, you get immediately more money, but then if you live past a certain age, hmm. you will be uh, better off with, with the rent. So, mm-hmm. I mean, every case is, uh, is is different. But what what's mm-hmm. like first things I'm looking for is mm-hmm. tax havens, mm-hmm. funny structures. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelf companies, something which is empty, there is no economic rationale, mm-hmm. uh, there is no substance. Mm-hmm. These are the things that I, well, uh, a tax haven in a place where you where actually have activity and the company is going for a number of years is completely mm-hmm. different than an offshore company set up one month prior to arriving to Portugal, or even an onshore company used to mm-hmm. requalify capital put together before coming to Portugal, that's, that may be a no, no. I mean, so it depends very, uh, various (laughs) traps that we need to anticipate.
0: Fantastic. Thank you.
1: So if you're a six, seven or eight figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for.